Hey guys, welcome back to the Just the Two of Us podcast, where it is just the two of us, except tonight we have a special guest, someone I have been fortunate enough to call a friend before we all called him Sheriff, Mr. Marty Kelly. Thanks for coming in, Marty. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Been looking forward to this. Cool. Excellent. Nate's here too. I'm here. Thanks for coming in, Nate. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... So, Marty, you're sheriff now. I was kind of curious uh, when you got interested in law enforcement. I mean, it was was it something you've been dreaming of since you were young, or was it something you just stumbled into? Good question. Uh, no, I never wanted to be a police officer. Hmm. I went to college thinking I wanted to do something like uh, park and rec, park ranger, or okay. uh, something in those lines. Yep. So at Mankato State, I took uh, Park and Rec. They had a major. And in a couple of years, I got through the major, and my advisor said I had to have a minor. Yep. So I started looking around and saw Law Enforcement 101 or whatever it was. Yeah, probably not a and bad minor to have if you're going into like Parks and, parks and Rec no, stuff, right? Yeah. What, so, year, what year was that? Oh yeah, now you want to know what I am. Um, <laughs> so I I went to college in 1984. Okay. So 84 to 88. Like I say, I started. I just took the intro 101 law enforcement. And thought that looked pretty all right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, yep, that'll be my minor. Took a couple more classes, and you know, as a junior, I changed my major. No, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So something just sparked your interest there, huh? Yeah, you know, I really. When I went to college, I didn't know what I really wanted to do. Okay. Um, So I kind of picked that park and rec kind of thing. And so, yeah, so I had to do a little bit of uh, humping at college to get that degree. Um, Yeah, because you were starting behind then, right? Yeah, yeah. But essentially I had, you know, I had uh, most of my, what do they call them? Prerequisites. Prerequisites. Yep, yep. All that, so. Yeah, so lo and behold, um, got my law enforcement degree hmm. in 1988. I graduated back then, because right now it's required in Minnesota to have a two-year degree. It was it required back then as well. It was okay. It was so it's been that I, way for a while. Yeah, had I wanted to go into law enforcement my whole life, I probably would have picked a two-year college and just done that. Sure, but right. I um, well, I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to play football, so yeah, okay. Um, I went to Mankato to do that and then actually got an education. <laughs> Accidentally got smarter. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. so you, you did play in Mankato? Go figure. I did. Yeah. What did you play? What position? I was a running back. Okay. Oh. Essentially a blocking back though in the scheme back then. Sure. Okay. Which is why my shoulders are shot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You're just laying in there. I just got to take on all the defensive ends oh, yeah, right. and yeah. linebackers. <clears throat> yeah, that was, that was a good time. Yeah, seems like it. And then from there, so after graduation, then where do you go? Do you go straight into a law enforcement job, or what do you do? Well, I tried. Um, back then, there was, I tried for, well, just for instance, St. Paul had maybe 30 or 40 openings. They had over 1,500 applications at the time. Oh, wow. Um, I applied, didn't get it. Uh, applied a bunch of different places, and in the meantime, I went home, and I was living here in Red Wing. So I was probing, <clears throat> excuse me, probing grain at 
back then called Continental Grain, now Red Wing Grain. Yep. Okay. And not probing with a, com- <clears throat> a computer, yep. a regular pole that you yep. jumped up and walked the rails <laughs> or the trucks even okay. in the rain. Yeah. It was kind of a uh, decent job. It was the most money I'd ever made in my life. Sure. I was making six bucks an hour. Oh, yeah, oh, maybe. <laughs> <clears throat> so about a year I uh, I applied. Finally, Red Wing had an opening, um, and I got it in 1989. Okay. Were you all right with doing Red Wing instead of a bigger city, St. Paul or Mankato? Or? I was just all right with the job because sure. even Red Wing had 50 or 60 applicants for that position. I bet. Um, so I was just very fortunate. And I was apprehensive a little bit because I was from this town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew I'd be running into people. But in the end, uh, if you treat people the way you want to be treated, and that's what I've done, it's really served me well and i didn't have any problem with the people that i knew um they understood i had a job to do and yeah and, um, so it was really it was really pretty good yeah like you said as long as you give them the respect they deserve and <laughs> then you don't have to be worried about what you do after hours or meeting anybody at the bar or anything exactly. like that later on yep. yeah so it paid off good mm-hmm. and uh so you start on patrol yeah uh, do you move up from there or what do you do well yeah, so 89. Of course, back then you started on nights. Our half shift happened to be 10 at night to 8 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Which is actually a terrible shift. Yep. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> people are already waking up at 6, and now they're crashing, and you're already tired. <laughs> yeah. And you're oh, answering yeah. all the morning calls. That they got, you know, thefts from their garage, and you just want to be home in bed. So, uh, that, yeah, it'd be better to get off shift by the time people are waking up, right? That's, so you know, to yeah, deal well, with, that's what we do now, yeah. kind of, but uh, that shift was absolutely terrible. Um, but did that for several years. Yep. And then um, when Red Wing built a new high school in 1995, they were having troubles with fights and so on, and they had never had a school liaison officer, and now mm-hmm. called school resource officers. Yep. The chief asked me if I wanted to go up there in 1995, or 96, I guess it was. They built it in 95. And I accepted. That was a day job. I had just had my first daughter... Um, pretty okay. cool. So yeah, I was just going to ask if the family had started yet because that's sometimes a driving factor in in what shift you're going to take is whether you've got kids that you need to right. <laughs> help and take back care. Back then, of you didn't day. really have a choice because yeah, the right. Older people wanted the days and yeah, yeah. It would just make a it would make a determination of if you wanted like a 6 p.m. start, which was a highly sought after one. Yeah, then you get done at 4 a.m. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, this came along, and I yeah, I had my first daughter and. It just, it, I don't know. It really was a good fit. It was meant to be. I enjoyed my time up at the high school. Yeah, it seems like it'd be a pretty cool job getting to deal with those people and and maybe even sparking an interest in someone that wants to go into law enforcement. Well, I'll tell you, um, the relationships that I made with those kids, I was there for four years. And um, so I went in essentially with the ninth graders and went out when they were seniors. Sure. So I really oh, got cool. to know those particu- that particular that class. class. Um, and that's kind of how I how I do it now as a sheriff for our school resource officers. They oh, get, they get okay. four years. It's a okay. four-year stint. Um, what I found is you, you do get burned out on that. I would imagine, um, yep. You don't necessarily get burned out on the kids. Yeah. Um, sometimes it is the parents. That sure. It okay. really is... Well, that was the driving force for me, yeah. actually, for getting out. It, it was the toughest of kids weren't even a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
and they still reach out to me today some of those cool well i don't know they were uh, sometimes often in trouble but yeah <laughs> again if you still treated them decently yeah uh, they uh, they still reach out it's pretty cool that's cool so yeah in the meantime i um so it was 96 to 2000 was my stint and that's when i actually had all my children okay while you were doing a daytime shift at the high school yeah it was and what do you do in the summer investigations okay Hmm. That's kind of how it's ran now. Yeah, they uh, or just or fall in and, and, and help the other investigators. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. And where do you go after being a being a school resource officer? Uh, let's see. I don't remember the year that I was promoted to sergeant. I guess I can do the math. It, it was my 20-year... It, policing me, anniversary? It, yeah, policing anniversary. It took me okay. twenty years. Took me twenty years <laughs> to, to get, get promoted. <laughs> yeah, twenty and, uh, years to get the something <laughs> to brag about. <laughs> yeah. So, and then it was now you're going on nights again. Yep. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, and but I you knew went, that. But you came out of the school, went back to patrol, <clears throat> and then and then I came out of the school, went back to patrol, and then I was old enough then to have days. Oh, okay. okay. Had the seniority. So I worked days, and then when I got promoted. I had to go back on nights for five more years. Yeah. Because then you're a sergeant of a, like a night shift. Yep. And then when the older sergeants would retire, then I was able to slide into a day shift sergeant. Okay. For my last, I don't know how many years. I don't know. I worked in Red Wing for 29 and a half years. So nine and a half, right? <laughs> so, nine and a half, I was sergeant. Probably okay. four of those. And you got to be daytime. Days, yeah. So a bit of a pattern there. You come in... Um, on patrol, you have to work nights, and then you get to work yourself to a day position, then back to nights once you go sergeant, and then work yeah. yourself back to day again. And yep, you start at the bottom of the totem pole when you get promoted. Oftentimes, yep, yep. D- did you find being a leader, like moving into that sergeant position, did you f- find leadership to come natural to you, or was it a headache? Uh, I don't know if, if it was natural or not, but there's one thing you that I learned very quickly is you can't always be their friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. You can always give them what they want. Um, you, they have, you have to make them toe the line, kind of like your kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We, we can't be our kids' friends. Right. No, <laughs> So nothing turns out well. If it doesn't. <laughs> no. So that's the same way with sergeant or any rank above that, including the sheriff. So I, le- I learned that early on, about, you know, 14 years ago. Okay. Um, so that's really the only difference, but you do have to take them under your wing and, and teach them what you had learned. Sure. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that I taught my staff was the things that I learned that weren't done the right way. Okay. So we always learn from mistakes, right? And oh, I've, I've done plenty. And yep. I was hopefully able to help some of them not do. Sure. Make the same mistakes, things, at least. Things right. that I may have done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, is that uh, a matter of just kind of getting together and talking after something goes wrong and trying to dissect it, learn from it? Yeah, we did a lot of, uh, well, we even back in the day, we didn't really know what they were called. They're now called after-action reviews Okay. when we do some things. and Yeah, we had a lot of nights that we'd sit down and <clears throat> what could we do better? Hey, we know this is going to happen again. Yeah. 
you know, we uh, works work things through instead of doing it right on the fly. But a lot of times you're going to have to do it on the fly, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But if you have some time and the knowledge, might as well do it before. <clears throat> yep. You were a training officer as well, weren't you? As far as training, what, what do they call it, field training officer? Field training FTO? officer. Yeah, I was. I was. I did that for several years before I was promoted to sergeant. Okay. Um, and I, again, I can't remember how many years. I trained a lot of uh, new officers. But then afterwards, after I got to be sergeant, then we weren't field training officers. Then there were, but there was a field training sergeant. Mm. He retired, and then I took that over. So I was able to get back into it to help our trainers help the new people. Sure. So that was oh, kind of okay. cool. Yeah. That was a nice little benefit for me, I thought. <clears throat> when you come on as a new patrol officer, you go through training. Is there any training when you move like up in position when you go to a sergeant? Do you do uh, any more training, any different training? We should have. Okay. We didn't really. Um, I'll back up to 1989. I was, I was the first or second person that Red Wing actually field trained oh per oh, se okay interesting that's when that started yeah um so i did have a couple field training officers but again it was like maybe a month and a half or two okay but that was better than the people before us was here's the keys right yeah right. yeah good luck yep. here's the radio um so i was kind of on the, the starting end of the actual field training which was kind of nice um but but now we uh we have a pretty a real good field training in both Red Wing and the county. They're real similar too. We have a lot of tasks that you have to cover, and um, there's four phases. And sometimes people make it through, sometimes they don't. But we need to know that early on in their career. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've. Uh, and we've it's real goodbye. world training. I mean, you're taking these new hires out on the road and going to calls, and I mean, they're always monitored, but. Right. And that's a good way to train, right, is to actually get out in there and Absolutely. take real calls. And there's some, I call them kids, of course, but yeah, there's some that oftentimes realize it in the first month, this job isn't for me. Sure. Um, I'm leaving. Thanks okay. for thanks for trying. Yeah. So we, we do, uh, that's the reason that we do the field training now. We just don't want to give them the keys, and then they don't have a clue what's going on, and it's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So training has changed a little bit. Like you said, training has changed um, as far as how how you're training in new officers. Anything else that has changed a ton in your career that kind of stands out? It's all changed a ton. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. When I started in 89, we had um, Smith & Wesson's revolvers yeah okay stainless steel i wish i would State have, of the art. i wish i would have that gun today okay yeah right they actually offered it to us when we left for 150 dollars. i can't remember what year but oh man at the time i did not have 150 dollars. <laughs> okay right. i would kill for that gun now yeah, yeah probably worth a little more I'm not, I'm not a big gun guy but i think that would be a real cool a cool piece yeah, to like have for there. had a wooden handle on it and yeah. that was old school then yeah. we thought we were just the kings when we got uh, had the big iron on the automatic yep. oh, yeah. yeah probably maybe five years later okay. early 90s okay yeah and what did they what did they start with nine millimeter 
40? Well, I think ours, I think Red Wing was 40. Okay. For a long time. Yep. I think everybody's gone to nines now. I know we have. So sidearms, is that something that, how is that decided? Is it decided on price, availability, what the officers want? I mean, how do you choose what your officers carry? Well, they've had them, what we've had now, uh, Glocks, since I've been here. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know how they decided. Sure. I remember when I was in Red Wing, when we de- when we were going to switch from, I can't even remember, if we had Springfields or something like that, they brought five or six different weapons up to the gun range and let everybody shoot them. Oh, okay. And I don't <laughs> know if it was a consensus or how we picked what we got, but. And that could have been the same with the county, but I think the guns that now I'd never carried a Glock. Yep. Um, I'm not a gun guy either. Sure. But um, I never carried one in my career, and when I shot this one for the sheriff's office, I really liked it. So it's it's a pretty yeah. It's an easy gun to shoot, and yeah, and you want everyone to have something they're comfortable shooting and comfortable carrying, but you also need some uniformity between what mm-hmm. everyone is carrying as well so i suppose there's a lot that probably goes into deciding that sort of thing well back in the day right when semi-automatics were getting going some of the older guys would buy them and then they'd have a gun that none of us has ever seen like three or four different guns sure maybe even more in our, in our office yeah and it was <clears throat> that was just okay back then but until we started really figuring out what if what if you need help and I need to yeah I need a weapon or and I don't know how to shoot yours yep yeah so right that's now why we have uniformity yep but it wasn't that way 30 years ago okay it was just grab whatever you got and bring her in and <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep, that's yep. a lot that's what they did they just got permission to take it and of course who would want 10 or 11 rounds yeah. as opposed to 6 that you got to reload by hand. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that was something. Or if you're Barney Fife, you got to carry your one in your pocket. <laughs> right in the pocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then we were, uh, I think we were at daytime sergeant. And from there, I mean, you were there until you went to the, until you went to the sheriff's offices? Yes. Or to the county? Yep. That's exactly right. So I, uh, I, I told you that I never in my wildest dreams thought I'd be a police officer. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then it, in the, again, like 20 years went by and then I started thinking about, Hey, I think maybe I'll, I'd like to be the sheriff someday. Okay. Um, so I just kind of started preparing a little bit and, um, actually ran for sheriff when I was first promoted to sergeant actually. So now I know when I was promoted, it was, I ran for office in 2010 and I had one year of, of sergeant experience, so 2009. Okay. Um, and we learned so much from that. I didn't win that, um, and that was a tough road to hold regardless because my opponent was within the sheriff's office at the time. Sure. Okay. So um, it's kind of like knocking out an incumbent. I mean, he wasn't sure, yeah, but he was sure. in the department. For sure. Um, great guy, well-educated. I knew I was a long shot. Um, yeah. Honestly, I just wanted to get my name out there. Yeah. Okay. Um and so that's what I did, <clears throat> and then I waited. I didn't wasn't going to challenge him again. The next term, he had a 
no opponent his second term yep okay. which would be nice <laughs> yeah. we might talk about that <laughs> yeah. uh, so i just waited i waited my time and then uh, when that seat came open i put in for it in 2018 wow seems like it was yesterday that yeah, yeah i know really and i right. didn't i don't think i realized that you ran in 2010 but like a yeah. good experience, like you said, and and good to get your name out there. Well, I learned so much. Um, what what's really cool is my kids learn so much. Okay. Because you guys, I don't have to tell you guys, but you know you learn more when you lose than yeah. when you win. Oh, absolutely. Almost definitely. Um, so that was a blessing in disguise. My kids were devastated, but they worked so hard. They they really did, and they were yep. young. I mean, the triplets would have been. 10, 11 years old, okay. 11, 12, 13, somewhere in there, were all my kids. And uh, pretty tough age. They really worked hard. You know, they walked in all the parades. They handed okay. out literature, pulling yeah. out signs, <laughs> yeah. and then we lose. Yeah. They're like, how does that happen? We work so hard, Dad. Like, yeah. I said, sometimes you work hard and you don't get what you want That's all the right. time. But you yep. keep plugging along and, uh, yeah, I just bided my time and... Um, yep waited again and we worked just as hard and happened yeah. to come out on the right end this time well not the right end but the winning side anyway yep yeah i mean you're not guaranteed to win if you work hard right but you're guaranteed to lose if you don't work hard <laughs> yeah that's true too <laughs> yeah so that was uh that was a pretty good blessing for my a good thing for my kids to see and yeah. learn it makes it a little sweeter then when you win in 2018 well again that just showed my children that yep you, you're not going to win you may want to try again you know if you're not going to succeed yep. keep trying your persistence may, may may pay off and it did and so, it's been four years already since you've been in because we're yeah. moving into a campaign summer now right which when we were talking to the other night it's just a weird thing that you've got a campaign for your job <laughs> like yeah that's very unique i think to <laughs> yeah, yeah not position. many have to <laughs> no. but uh that's the uh that's just the part of the being uh, in the sheriff's office. Yeah. That, and when people come in as a deputy, they just, they need to know that you could have a new boss every four years. So do you want that or not? You, you need to, you need to be prepared. Um, it's not like a, a police department yeah. where you met the chief. They might, they could be there for 20 years. Right. Um, so I, we just need the, the young people to be to be on notice that that could happen yeah and, and it happens often actually so and on the other side you you know if you don't like who you're working for there's a light at the end of the tunnel there you know you, right you may only be working for him for four years at the most right depending are there term limits there are not okay no in fact rodney barch from wabasha county is running for a sixth term <laughs> that right? really okay and he's That's younger than i am so push oh. it in tw 24 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's wild I mean, yes. I mean i'm not saying anything marty but you didn't even make sergeant till 20 years. i know right <laughs> <laughs> i'm a late oh, bloomer yeah. yep yep okay so there is uh and i don't know if it's you know completely obvious to everyone but there are big differences between a police department or you know like a city officer and a county deputy mm -hmm. or a sheriff's office so were there any big surprises for you moving into into the sheriff's office or you know going county oh surprises not necessarily but um i just knew that there was things that i wasn't were not familiar with sure mm -hmm. the jail for one thing 
the other thing that kind of just took me back was the amount of time you spend on personnel. Okay. Mm, yeah. So with hundred and we have 114 people in that office that and as an administrator is about 85% of your time. Wow. And I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but I guess that's just the nature of the beast. How is the department broken down? Um, so I would always think like, you know, you've got patrol officers, investigation. Yeah. Um, you've got the jail and the courts. So how does that yeah. department break down? So first of all, I'm going to correct you, John. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's an office, not a department. Right. Okay. And, I'll, and I'll explain. Okay. I think I've said both so far. You have, but <laughs> the sheriff and the county attorney are elected. Okay. To an office. Sure. And so that, and and when people say department, uh, a department is a is an offshoot of a an entity. Oh. Uh, a branch like of the city. City. Okay. Um, okay. City administration or or so on, where the county sheriff's office and the county attorney's office. So you never hear of county attorney's department, department. do you? No. Right. So that changed several years ago. Um, with our office okay um, and it's actually kind of hard for people not to say sheriff's department but we're trying to change yeah. that okay does it um, drive you kind of wild it does now oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> now that you know the difference yeah so the, it was big when i got here uh, particularly at the new sheriff's conference that we yeah. went to just to learn a lot of the things but that's one thing they handed us a piece of paper that said this is why they call it an office okay. you are elected and they gave the history of the sheriff's office and um within our country and, and abroad. Um, so that's a tough, I mean, it's not a huge deal, mm-hmm. but so we have divisions within our office. Yeah. Okay. So that was my correction. Okay. Well, it's like um, when somebody will tell me I got pulled over by a sheriff or I saw a sheriff. Uh, no, you saw a sheriff's deputy. There you go. <laughs> you <laughs> saw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who pulled different. you over. <laughs> um, so that's one that I always try to correct too. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but that's been, probably the nicest thing they call you guys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Deputy>. <laughs> if we're lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so we have a patrol division of roughly 44 licensed peace officers. Not all are on the road. We have um, within the patrol division, uh, and I say this because they're in the same union, but we have a civil and bailiff division as well. Okay. Um, and then we have a records division. Mm-hmm. And we, of course, we have an adult detention center. That's another division. And we have emergency communications. It's another division. Oh, yeah. And then we we just recently merged our emergency management with our emergency communications division. Um, and so emergency management is in our office as well. Okay. I think that's all the division. Well, yeah. So dispatch is in that emergency communications division and then there are uh inside the different divisions there's different tiers of people too right um i'm not sure what you mean about that well do you have so you have a patrol you have a deputy um and who is over them in that division yes yeah, so like then we have sergeants in there okay and we have a sergeant in our civil division we have a captain in our investigative division who oversees the investigators and school resource officers. Okay. 
and we have um, in the patrol our, our person over the sergeants is a major patrol major he's our third in command okay and then we have another captain that's in charge of our jail we call it adult detention center sure we have a captain um, and then we have a lieutenant and then we would have uh, five sergeants as well so they, everybody has a crew mm-hmm. so in law enforcement and at least in ours we have four crews two day crews and two night crews that that encompasses all 24 24 7 okay so we have four sergeants on that um simil- and we have the same schedule in the jail so we would have two night sergeants two day sergeants oh. and, and, uh, and the same schedule so okay. that's actually kind of helpful yep i think i covered i think we got to the, the bottom of that most of the divisions yep yep yeah. yep yeah, that is a lot of people to keep track of. Like you said, I can see how that can take a lot of your it time is. up. And then uh, for, I so I lied. I, I forgot our four seasons division oh, yep. within our patrol unit. Yep. So they run our water, water patrol, and ATVs, snowmobile trails, and snowmobiles. Cool. Yeah. So they stay busy. They got some cool toys. Yes, they do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about the one we just got. And I'm going to explain why we got it. Okay. 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 So we just got a uh, side by side with tracks, and it's four seater. Yep. Um, so when I got here in 2019, I called the first peacetime state of emergency in our county because of, we had a big storm and it must have been February. Remember that? Roads were shut down. We couldn't. We couldn't get anywhere. Snowstorm. It's a long time ago, John. You probably won't remember. <laughs> we're even we're even born yet. <laughs> anyway, yeah, all right. So with that, so the reason we did this is because our squads can't get around. Yeah. Even even with four wheel drive, we had a person stuck out by uh, Belchester, and couldn't get to him. We, he was on the phone with us, but we couldn't get there, and he was there for six hours. Oh wow! Oh, wow. So we were really concerned. We called the the state, asked for help with the from the National Guard. Okay. But you have to be in a, a peacetime emergency to get help from the National Guard. Okay. So they came down from Ripley with their, it's called a Suspi. It's a, it's a tracked vehicle with that old six, seven, eight people. Okay. And so, um, they made it to the guy out by Belchester and then they got stuck. Oh no. Oh wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> Who do they call? Well, they, <laughs> they called us again. <laughs> In our county, a grader went out. The grader went out and a dump truck. Uh, we pulled it out with the grader. Okay. And it was actually in Wabasha County at the time. So our claim to fame is we called for the National Guard and we had to rescue them. <laughs> the National Guard. Oh, wow. <laughs> they called and that's back. a true story. <laughs> yep. So the, that was a long story. But yeah. I have, we now have an ATV with tracks yep. that. that we could have gone there and got those people out of the car and brought them back to safety I without mean, having to call them and or rescue the National Guard. Okay. <laughs> but am I missing something? Because you had snowmobiles, Marty. <laughs> you can't haul people back on oh, Dang it. I mean, they could ride two up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a chilly ride. Now, yeah. now you have for 25 people miles. in a car. What are you going to do, John? Yeah. yeah John. You only have yeah. two snowmobiles. I don't have answers for Didn't that, Marty. Didn't think that through, John. <laughs> I'm not the sheriff. <laughs> So people might ask when they see this yeah. new vehicle, and uh, yep. 
there that's, is a that's major the explanation for yeah, it. There's a big reason to have it. Absolutely. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. So now that we broke down all the divisions of your office, since you've been there, you've been there four years. What what has been the most challenging division of that office well, for you to most manage? Most challenging division. Oh, you're trying to start fights, Nate? No, uh, no, not so much, but I don't know what I'm asking, I guess. Well, I will say patrol, and I only say that because of the challenges that we faced these last few years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'll just say it. George Floyd changed the way we operate, particularly on the patrol level. Okay. So it's not that patrol is, was hardest to work with. It was patrol that, was, that we had to focus on. Took the most of your attention. Exactly. To see how we're going to proceed with, you know, they, they change the use of force law. I spent countless hours um, on the back end, you know, advocating for the patrol. Um, many, many hours. Uh, so that that was really um, the toughest this last couple of years. I tell people I'm, I'm running again because I got cheated out of two and a half years because of COVID and George yeah. Floyd. Yep. And it just, and that's I think why it went so fast for everybody. Um, yeah, it was like those two we COVID years never kind of happened. Kind of at a standstill. Yeah, right. Yep. But that we learned a lot of things from, like everybody from COVID, obviously, and we changed some things around in the office uh, for the better. Oh, good. Uh, because of COVID and and because of George Floyd as well. So, but it sure has been a challenge, and it's not over either, uh, by any means. We were able to get the uh, use of force statute changed back to the way it was and then okay. i thought in this last legislative session they were going to revamp it all again and it just kind of went by the wayside this time okay i think it's still in the back burner but we've been advocating um pretty hard for our for our people and um, because we uh let's face it i can't get anybody to work yeah mm-hmm. well, particularly in our jail thank god i'm i am full staffed in a patrol division just like last month yeah, that's a major change from like when you said you were applying in the '80s when they had 1,500 applicants. Oh yeah, to for sure. Now um, they've got 1,500 people leaving per year. <laughs> Correct. I had four patrol deputy openings in August of 2021, and I had five applications. Wow. Hmm. And so you just that... can't settle. We, yeah. We took one out of those okay. and reopened it again, let yep. it stay open for a while, and we got. Uh, three more fantastic deputies um luckily we were definitely not alone in that and we still aren't um there's still people that just can't find patrol deputies right there we have something called the post board uh jobs if you look on our post board whatever it's called 95 offices and departments are looking for people and more than just some of them more than one person Hmm. just in minnesota okay they just can't fill them. And our yeah. jail is six or seven short. I've implemented walk-in interviews of all things. We've never had that in the history of our office. Okay. Uh, so we were, prior to that even, we were 24-7 online. It was always open until filled. We never filled it. People never applied. So, okay, let's try what Hardy's does. We're going to walk-in yeah. interviews every Wednesday. We've done that for now two months. Okay. Has that been working? It has not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's but good to try new things. It yeah. is not. So you have to try new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, at the, like you had mentioned, you don't want to settle or just 
you know, take what you can get because that doesn't help any of these situations. And in right. fact, it probably makes it will it would make things worse. Yeah, our jail staff has just been unbelievable working because we have to man those posts, right? right? We're just mandated to take care of the inmates. And yep. We have. They've been forced in, and actually they haven't because they've just been stepping up so much. Oh, and, good. And filling those spots. God bless them. Awesome. So we're very fortunate with the staff that we have, and they see there is lights. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, you know, as, as I found in the last four years, you just get somebody up trained and then they find another job yeah. and maybe it's a better job and you can't fault them for that but you spend so much time and money on a new employee and then they leave and it's very disheartening but yeah i totally understand it too right well with, with nine would you say 95 agencies mm-hmm. looking it's probably right. not very surprising that because yeah. they're um were you having to offer any sort of in, incentives or change anything to try to get people there well i suppose a lot i would have loved to yeah. but that's yeah i don't have that power <laughs> okay so it's probably set in stone pretty that's well that's a county board uh, issue and okay. um, yeah there have been a lot of offices that offer uh, laterals you know like say i'm yep. making such and such money here at wherever will you give me that pay here and a lot of them are doing it and they're giving okay. ten thousand dollar bonuses but Jeez. that's a lot of the metro yeah okay right. we're never going to compete with the metro for wages right no but what we will compete with how people treat us down here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a huge benefit because we are very well liked here. Yeah, you probably don't get cursed at as much down here as you do up there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So you're. Uh, I mean, you you must like it or be interested in it uh, to be pushing into another four years. Like you said, you got robbed of a couple, two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I talked um, to a lot of sheriffs that are retiring, um, and obviously officers that are my age, um, able to retire. Sure, um, they are for sure. They're they're done. They don't, they, you know, they just don't see uh, where the future is going with law enforcement. They're mm-hmm. scared, okay. and then for for the most part, I don't blame them. But yeah. we have to uh, really encourage and praise the kids that want to go mm-hmm. into this profession. We are so short in our um, colleges and community college trainings right now that we're not going to make up those positions for, I don't know, four or five years. Oof-da. Enrollment has dropped significantly, like 80% in, you know, like Rochester Tech and Alex yeah. and all those actual law enforcement ones. There was 11 that were are scheduled to graduate in RC at RT RCTC. Yep. Nine of them have already been picked by St. Paul before they even graduate. Oh my okay. gosh. So and, and it'd that, be down to eleven. And that leaves two for southeast Minnesota. Right. You know, Rochester needs ten all the time, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, we, me and Nate were talking to a friend the other night and he's works for a volunteer uh works for Meesville, the volunteer fire department there. And you know, yeah, <laughs> Blake. And you know, that was one thing that came up. It's like if if those guys don't want to volunteer or be on the department anymore, then you know, there's a lot of people that are in trouble. Same thing with law enforcement. If these young people don't want to get into the career, then there's not really a backup plan. If there we run out of law enforcement officers, I know it's pretty scary. Yeah, it's pretty scary. But thank God there is there are some coming. Yeah. I mean, it's a good career, right? Mm. It's treating you well. 
I've been rewarded so much. It's yeah. unbelievable. Um, community policing has been kind of a buzzword for the last seven, ten years, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and you have uh, someone dedicated to that, don't you? I do. In the office? In 2019, actually 2020, I applied for a federal grant for a community engagement deputy. The county board allowed me to apply, and we got it, and it has been the best thing for our office. Um, I tell people that I keep my 2018 campaign flyer in front of my, right in front of my desk, yeah, so I can see it. And on there, I call them campaign promises, but they're just kind of more bullet points that sure. I wanted to accomplish when I was here. Yep, and I wanted to make sure that I'm doing what I said. Yeah. And that's why I keep it on my desk. I've kept it there that's for awesome. four years. And every point, um, I've accomplished those. I'm just going to tell you now. But one of them was engage the community, bring our communities together, um, build relationships within. And this community engagement uh, coordinator has just been remarkable. Oh, um, good. I mean, it's unprecedented. Now we're, we've never been on Facebook prior to the Yeah. Prior to my arrival, we have a, a lot of followers. We get out every week and tell stories of you know what calls we have. Weekly update. Um, she actually puts some goat jokes in there. People, yeah, people I saw actually that. like them. <laughs> yeah, um, because it is amazing. Uh, actually, how many goats and cows and sheep we chase around the county? Yeah. Okay. I talked to uh, the New Humane Society director yesterday. And she was surprised because she asked, "How you know, what do you do with the dogs that you get reported? And she said, well, we don't pick up the dogs. Um, but I said, you'd be surprised how many cows and chickens and goats and sheep we chase around <laughs> yeah. the county. She was just taken aback. Yeah. Couldn't understand it. But I said, well, that's where we live. Yeah. Yeah. And every week, at least weekly, we are chasing cattle or something. Oh, yeah. So, or a So that was kind of fun. Is that built right into training, too, for your new deputies? It should be. <laughs> it should be. Goat roping? But yeah, yeah, we get out to, we got coffee with the deputy, skating with the deputy, you name it. We're out there. And we've really engaged the community in that regard. And okay. We're pretty transparent because now they know what calls we go to. Yeah. They can see us. They know when they can come and meet the sheriff or meet a deputy. Um, so if anyone ever says, you're not out, or I could never talk to you. Yeah. I can't say that anymore. <laughs> um, so we are, we've really made a, a great effort to, to do that. And I'm very proud of that. And that was something you wanted to accomplish. Absolutely. And it and was, I can check I mean, that off the list. Yeah, the main point was to just uh, build relationships in the community and try to yep. show people that you guys are all, you guys and gals are all real people right. <laughs> that live in the county and. And, and moving forward, someone asked, uh, probably one of my kids, um, what should we put on your next flyer? I yeah. said, I don't know. I think we just want to keep going. Yeah. We want to do what we've done and expand, expand on it. Sure. Yep. Um, I don't have any new initiatives necessarily. Um, just keep on uh, building those relationships, and that's been helping. That really has. How about like learning from a COVID type situation? Is there anything that you would try to put in place there that would help alleviate some of that in the future? Or? Well, we learned a lot from COVID and um, 
we've had a lot of uh, a lot of success with now online training. Okay. That we would never had before. We never had that opportunity before. Hmm. Um, that's so that's been really beneficial, and it saves a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of gas money. As you know, it's expensive yeah. now. Yeah. We can do our meetings. I don't necessarily have to run to Rochester every week. We have I have several boards I'm on. Okay. Um, yeah, it's good to see people in person and talk, but at least now we have an option of, you know, I can't make it to Roch because it's four hours out of my day, but I can yeah. meet at, be at your meeting for an hour. Yep, yep. Um, so that's actually saving time and money and gas. Yeah, and at least normalize some of that stuff, like you said, in case you can't make it in person. Yeah. At least it's now semi-normal to show up on a screen. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that something? I don't do think you, that's going to go away anytime soon. No, no. It's been too convenient for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you keep in contact or meet at all with um, sheriffs from around the state? All the time. Cool. Hmm. So one of the meetings that I talk about is our we have districts for our sheriffs association. There's 87 sheriffs. Okay. We're in District Six. It entails or it encompasses 13 counties in the southeast. Okay. I could name them all, but I'd probably forget one or two. Yeah. But we do meet once a month. Um, COVID shut that down where we did virtual. Okay. Starting to do that again. That's just been, it's good for me to know, Marty, you're not alone. Yeah. We are dealing yep. with the same stuff. In fact, some of them are dealing with 13 people down in their jail. Sure. <clears throat> and we run, we just run things off each other all the time. Okay. So you're you know, talking. What, how to solve problems, how, what oh, opportunities you can do you have, grab. You know, what kind of trainings do you do for this? Who do you contact for that? Oh, that's awesome. It's just, uh, it's been the best network for me. Because it, it's, like I said earlier, it's different being sheriff. You um, you don't have a lot of people to fall back on. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's just, that's just part of the deal. So it's nice to have that what we call um, the sheriff's Minnesota Sheriff's Association motto is no sheriff's left behind or no sheriff stands alone. Excellent. And that really stands true because we've, we've found that out through line three. Do you remember the line three, the protests up in the, the Northern part of the state yep. this last couple of years, you know, like in Aiken County, they might have six or eight deputies or, Another county might have five people in their entire office. Yep. Um, who are they going to call on when 2,000 protesters come to, yeah. to their office? So yep. we um, we stepped up, and many others stepped up to go help. We, we sent a few deputies up to uh, Aiken County. Cool. And I know for a fact, if I have a protest at the nuke plant or wherever else down here, I can make a phone call, and I will have... 10 to 15 different agencies come with two or three people awesome. at no cost to us. Yep. Um, so that's the kind of cooperation that we have within our ranks and it's, it's paid off for real. I can't say enough about that relationship that we all share with the sheriffs. And how do they, uh, are they pretty welcoming? Like when you were first elected, was it easy to join into the group and, and meet some of those guys? Yeah, so the first one that I went to, I went, I went with two casts on my arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
course, people remember that as yeah. your first impression. Like, yeah. oh my God, what, <laughs> what did Ralph you do? Is how, yeah. how hard was your election, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it was they were very welcoming. Uh, learned a lot and, and just kicked off our relationships so well. We're very, I'm very good friends with several of them now, and uh, and probably will be forever. So it was pretty cool. To, to build those new relationships and get new friends. Yep. How does our county measure up uh, in the state as far as population size? Well, we just turned uh, over just shy of 48,000 now with the new census. But to, to know how we line up, I hmm. I would guess we're in the top 20. Okay. Okay. And what was it, 87? There's 87. Okay. I'm sure we're in the top 20 populations. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. There's a lot of open country in the state. Yes, there There is. is. I mean, there's, shoot. Like I said, up north, I mean, there might be five people in that office. Yeah. Entirely. And they may not have a jail either. There's a few uh, offices that don't have jails. Okay. It's usually the county's uh, responsibility to keep a, a... we are mandated by law to do that. Okay. So the ones that don't contract with other counties. Do you have a lot of interaction there where you have to make many decisions about the detention center or are your, yep. you'd have sergeants in place to keep track of all that stuff? Yeah. Day to day operations don't necessarily come to the sheriff. Sure. Um, we have that captain that deals with that. Okay. When it comes to budgeting items and, and, mostly the budget yeah on things that we need or or don't need we um we were really talk about covid we got a cares money to buy a um, body scanner that's been on the list of a be awful nice to have yeah because what that does is it shows if you have a contraband on in your pockets or even inside okay uh, because that happens sometimes your, in your natural pockets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So um, we just got that through COVID oh, funds. Oh, that's that was awesome. about an eighty-seven thousand uh, dollar. Here you go, Goody County. Awesome. So that's something they use when they're checking people in. We will. So okay. we just got it. We have to train like for four months and get mm-hmm. certified by the state. Okay. That's kind of a big process, but that's going to be such a huge. We we get contraband all the time. Yeah. They keep a running total in the jail of street value of drugs that we we actually find that in the you jail. Do find, yeah. yeah, and I can't remember what the, the price is now, but it's it's substantial hmm. and scary. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Well, and of jail, it's I mean a lot higher turnaround as far as people in and out. Mm-hmm. So that probably leads to a lot of that as well. It does. So we talked about the community. Liaison officer? Yeah, community engagement. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That was implemented by you. Yes, sir. Is there anything else that you've implemented in your four years that you're extremely proud of? Yes. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one of those bullet points on my flyer on my desk is to increase mental health services and awareness, one for mostly for our deputies okay. and detention deputies. Um, so we implemented uh, 
first ever peer support team okay within our within our office so there's uh, peer support members from our dispatch from our jail from patrol and from investigations they went to the training our officers know that they can come to them uh, full privacy uh, no disclosure or anything so that that was implemented that was the very first thing we did okay uh, the next and then I was told uh, that it takes about two years to get that peer support really going with, until people sure. start feeling comfortable. You know, mm -hmm. I want to come to you, John, and, and talk about some things yeah. that I don't feel comfortable talking to anyone else. Yep. Um, so that's going on as we speak. Um, but we just also implemented a chaplaincy program. Okay. These are ministers throughout our county that have volunteered. To essentially do that same work for us, but at a little higher level because they're going to be riding with us. Oh, interesting. And they've started. We just finished the second training for those four. We have four right now. Um, so they're just going to be riding with deputies periodically, um, but just getting to know our staff. And maybe if, you know, John doesn't want to talk to, to Nate. Yeah. Maybe he'll talk to this minister that he happened to just meet or then sure. riding with him. Uh, because like I say, uh, well, maybe I didn't say it already, but the things that we see in our office, in our profession, in our career, it's hard to see, yes. hard to think mm -hmm. about. You don't forget yep. about it. Um, but talking about it, as we know now, we didn't know that 30 years ago, I don't think. Um, that helps us, right? Mm -hmm. So just being able to talk to somebody. Okay. Um, and they're also going to be able to, these chaplains are also going to be able to be called upon when we are at a, let's say a death scene that we need to investigate, we, we, you know, and you're with a, a husband or a wife or somebody, yeah. you don't want to leave them alone. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, but you also need to, to do your job. Your work, right. We'll be able to call the chaplains, say, here's what I got. Can you come down and, oh, and awesome. sit with the family? Um, so that's been brand new implemented. Super proud of that program. It's only going to get better. I, I suspect we'll have six or eight chaplains by the end of 2022. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's a vol um, you said that's a volunteer position. They're, they're volunteer. Doing? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool because we do need help in our profession talking about stuff. Yeah. It's nice to hear someone, uh, in your position, uh, you know, taking the mental health thing seriously. Uh, I think the stigmas are kind of breaking down a little bit around it, but especially in yeah, men. It's a good time to do it because you're right. People are finally saying it's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Right. Um, so we have to take advantage of that now. Yeah. I hope it doesn't go away. Um, yeah, true. Well, and keeping, uh, keeping your deputies healthy and mentally healthy will keep them in the job longer and keep your turnover rate. Uh, longer. And, oh, uh, absolutely. Well, make, I told make that job easier. Right. I tell staff. I just had a meeting with the patrol, and I said, thirty-four years ago when I started, they taught you how to put a gun on, taught you how to put a uniform on, yep, taught you how to do all that. Yep. And what we didn't teach them, or what I wasn't taught, is how to take that uniform off. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was my my first thing that I told them when we when I was explaining our very newest program that I'm going to be implementing um, amongst the mental health ones is actually a physical 
fitness program for the patrol deputies um, that don't work days you know if I work days I could maybe take take my lunch and go do a work on a treadmill or go for a walk well they can't they're yeah. to, they're on duty 12 hours they have to eat their lunch on duty if you get a call you got to go yeah um, so what I'm going to be implementing is a workout program for them or availability to work out on duty okay um, whether that be walk, take a walk, or a treadmill, we have two two locations where they can go to a gym. Uh, one is being one is uh, in our office, and the other um, Pine Island Fire Department is allowing us to use their oh, facility too. Good on them. So yeah, very good on them. And that would this would be a matter of you saying, hey, I know you're working 12 hours uh, during your shift. Feel free to take so much time out of that shift. Correct. And yep. And if you get called away, you know you have to go, just like your lunch. Yeah. But, but to give them that opportunity yep. um, to work out and get a little adrenaline out of your body and whatever yeah. else you can. Yep. Um, when I think, so that's uh, coming down the pipe real soon. Yeah, cool. And I think like physical activity is important for mental health as well, so mm -hmm. I think that's probably a double-edged sword there. So we call the whole, what I've just described, those three things is just our wellness program. Oh, okay. cool. Um, and it, it's, it's perfect perfect word for it right yeah definitely um, how has feedback been on that from staff uh which one all of it oh, right uh yeah i don't know i haven't heard much okay. from the staff I, yeah. I i would assume they appreciate it yeah yeah if being in this position i don't hear yeah i don't right. hear thank yous too often but, <laughs> but uh well we i'm, not, look, you, I'm not looking yeah, for, thanks marty i'm not looking for thank yous but um, <laughs> What I would like is in 30 years when a new guy starts, I, I won't be alive, but I'd like for them to say, you know what, Sheriff Kelly started started me with being able to talk to people. I had a chaplain to talk to. I was able to work out. Yep. I got 30 years in and I could go another 20. Yeah. Because my brain's not fried. My body's not fried. Yep. Um, so maybe they'll tell my kids. Maybe they'll dedicate a treadmill to you. Maybe you know, I mean treadmill. <laughs> if if I if I did oh, yeah. that much for somebody, yeah, that's think, an awesome legacy to leave. It yeah, is for sure. Because in this position, you you have you have that opportunity to do good for people, and um, that's what we have to do. And um, so I saw an article in the in the Eagle the other day about treatment court. That was that's been something that's new since that's you've new been since in I've been at well, yeah exactly. I advocated for that. And, well, I'll tell you a great story about drug court. Um, well, my wife is a drug court coordinator in Pierce County, and I, I knew, I've known for years that it's okay. a very effective program, so that's why I advocated when Goodyear County got uh, awarded this half-a-million-dollar grant okay. um, for four years. And we've had great participants in Goodyear County, um, and one in particular she was going down the wrong path addiction whatever blah 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 jail mm -hmm. got into our drug court graduated from that and drug court is it could be up to two two and a half years before you get out i mean you're doing okay. urine tests three times a week for two and a half years so it's like an account accountability program absolutely and you're paying taxes you have a job you you are really accountable in and this, you prove in all this, these things and you prove them okay. all and you come to court once a week it's just it's very extensive and okay. if you can graduate from that you're doing pretty good well she did um 
She's been now sober for 34 months, which is like two and a half years. So, yep. Um, I hired her in the jail. Oh, awesome. Really? Okay. Just hired her a month ago, three weeks ago. Um, so that is a very great success story yeah. for us as a county um, because now she's a contributing factor uh, to our success in our jail. Yep. She's paying taxes. Uh, I mean, all the, and she's an advocate for, she brings people to, to AA. She yeah. does all this. And uh, so I was very happy when she asked me, do you think I'll, uh, she texted me or whatever, do you think I'll, I could apply for that job? I said, well, here, here's our disqualifiers. Are you any of those? Nope, nope, nope. Apply. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Cool. How cool a story is that? Yeah, and to have really someone awesome. with that background and those experiences to uh, be on your staff, uh, she could probably provide some pretty good insights for you. And 100%. Some things you can change and some things that work better. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it is very cool. I'm very proud of that. And if they make it through treatment court or drug court, yep. um, what are the incentives to them to finish that program? Is it like a lesser sentence or something? A lot of them have felonies on their record, and that gets oh taken care of. Oh, a lot of them are to not have a felony facing, opens a lot of doors. A lot of for them a are face, facing prison. Okay. Okay. Um, if you do not complete drug court, it's high probability that you're going to prison. Okay. So there is incentive there. Yeah, very there big absolutely incentive. is. Uh, <laughs> and that's so. um once a week. You said they have to meet. Yep. Okay. It's a lot. It's a one heck of it a takes commitment. It a lot, though. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's on top of, you do, you need to go to treatment. You, you need to do all this. Look for jobs. Find jobs. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's, that's something they can elect to do? Or you're kind of picking people to be in the program? Yeah. Um, like prosecutors and public defenders would basically nominate them and then the okay. drug court team would see if they fit the criteria okay you have to be high need high risk to, to even get get nominated in there yeah okay um so yeah there's criteria but we've had a lot of success in ours there was people that i dealt with <laughs> when they were juveniles okay all the way up until their 30s um several recently graduated and it's just night and day difference i bet contributing members of society no it's not all successful though there are people no, I that, suppose are, not. that can't handle it or you yeah know, don't like the commitment or whatever we're not quite ready at this time in their life not to quite do ready yep uh, yeah but ours is very successful and we have to apply for another grant now because that was a four-year grant and we're in that process okay but if you can show success. And we can. We have yep. showed success. If we don't get the grant, I hope the county would actually fund it. Yeah. And so that's kind of where we're at with that one right now. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. cool. It is very cool. Um, Marty, you've been doing it for a minute. Um, what advice would you have for someone that's maybe thinking about getting uh, into law enforcement or maybe is just starting out? Well, I... I um, I tell the new people, maybe we already covered this, but I, I say if you treat people how you want to be treated, and this is, I didn't make this up, right? Yeah. It's served me well for 34 years. 
and it's it's common sense. Yeah. You just. It, I mean, there's it, no it benefit. Actually to, yeah. It actually works. It actually works. You don't need to be. There's no benefit to pushing people around or. No, it will not. It will not pay you back. I have several really cool um, Facebook Messenger po- or messages from people when I ran in 2018. These were the people that I arrested. Arrested for whatever. Drunk driving, drugs. Okay. Um, and I know them. And some are felons, can't vote. The, one, the, the, the best comment I ever had was, Kelly... Because that's what they called me. Yeah. If I could vote, I would vote for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and so that that's better than than anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that means that they respect me. Yep. yep. I must have done something right, and it's very very edifying when you hear something like that from mm-hmm. people that you've thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. And I heard it. That's that's just one. Yeah. I've heard it multiple times, and that's what I tell. The new people going in there, like this will pay off for you if you treat people decently. Yeah, everything gets a lot easier, and you can sleep better at night if you're, like you said, just treating people like you would want to be treated if you were in that yeah. situation. I mean, why? Why do you want to fight with people? There's very, very few fights I've been in in 34 years mm-hmm. because people just, yeah. If, if you, some days you wake up and you just make a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get wrestled. Exactly. You don't want to get wrestled because of it. There's some that you had to, but for the most part, there, there wasn't a whole lot. It's been a good run. Yeah, if people want to uh, get some more information on you, Marty, or, or contribute to the campaign, do you guys have a website you're operating? Well, my daughter's operating it. Nice. Brianna does a good job. She did it the last time. Boy... Um, now you're going to ask me what the thing is. <laughs> they can just Google it. <laughs> I think yeah. it's uh, re-elect Sheriff Kelly. Okay. Okay. I think. Yep. Dot com. So we're gearing up. We've done two parades. We got six or seven more. Throughout a lot the of t-shirts, a lot of signs. T-shirts, signs, stickers. It's yep. just expensive and yeah, one of those right. necessary evils. Yep. Yep. Like we said, it's a... Uh, a unique position to be in where you need to <laughs> campaign for your yeah. job. Yeah. I'm so grateful that I did run in 2010. Yeah. Several years ago. And I bought a lot of my signs then. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Because you know what? They're made out of petroleum project products. <laughs> Perfect. They last forever. <laughs> and so they yeah. tripled, by yep. the way. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So they've been sitting in my barn for. <laughs> Perfect. For, uh, well, now 12 years. Yeah. We use them once, twice, and we'll use them again. Yep. They're pretty shot, some of them. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll That's it. experience, though. Yeah, it shows experience. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is the family diving in, ready to help again this time around? Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, or are they like, Dad, get, you just get your own job, Dad. <laughs> Leave us alone. We're busy. Yeah, all my That's kids good. are graduated college now. Wow. Any of your kids uh, interested in law enforcement? They're not. I didn't discourage it, and I I didn't encourage it either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let them do their own thing, and uh, none of them went there. It's interesting. Yeah, you know, I, it's okay. Yeah, I like think, you said, don't uh, force them into anything. No. Just 
I we we need kids, but again, I would be if it was me right now, I would have to think twice mm-hmm. about yeah. going into it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> but with the benefit of that is now we know a lot more than we did 34 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly when we just talked about the mental health stuff. Yeah. That's going to keep more cops around than anything. Yep. Yeah, that was really nice to hear you guys are diving into that and trying to make a difference on that yeah. subject. Well, you have to. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Marty. Unless there's anything else you wanted to touch on, we can dive out of here. Oh, man. There's so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we can do two episodes. Buddy. We sure can. <laughs> do the life of. Once. Oh, boy. Yep. Yeah, maybe we'll get some stories from you. Yeah. On another episode. Yeah, maybe that would be fun. That'd probably be more fun than the, the generic. Yeah. yeah. The maybe campaign we'll, answers. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> maybe we can talk about I do that. have a lot of stories. Yeah, I yeah. Bet. a lot of stories. Someday I'll. Someday I'll come back and we'll talk about my tree and uh, yeah. all that stuff. Once you decide to retire, we'll hear it all. <laughs> yep, yep. There you go. Well, thanks for coming down. Oh, I had a blast. Yeah, Thank thanks you so guys. Much. That yeah. was awesome. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> we'll catch you later. Bye. <laughs>